0: Hi, this is Travis McElroy, your middle good boy, and you're listening to the Good Boys Girls. Have fun!
1: The medicines, the medicines that es-
0: gentlemen and variations thereupon welcome back to the good boys girls a fan podcast for the mcelroy family of products my name is Haley rose my name is lily blue and we are the the good Good boys Boys girls Girls. hi i love you hi i love you guess what everybody guess what
1: guess what
0: (laughs) we're in the same room we're
1: in the same room
0: um as many of you know uh we are in a long distance relationship and I just moved down to Atlanta, Georgia and Atlanta You're living in uh, Tallahassee mm-hmm. and so you just made the little the short drive up yeah. to Atlanta to come visit me
1: for the weekend for the
0: weekend for for the weekend that we recorded this and it is the best. So we are actually in the same room together and it's fitting that we're in the same room together because it's the the holidays Mm -hmm. and you want to stay in touch with your friends, family and loved ones on the holidays. Now, not just any holidays, but the holiday, Mm. the one that took all the other holidays, ate them up real good.
1: Christmas, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, St. Patrick's Day, Ramadan, Ramadan, Diwali, uh, Div- uh, Earth Day,
0: Arbor Day,
1: J- 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 F- F- Independence Day. Day, Saint Patrick's Day, all
0: of them, all of them. Saint Crispian's Day, just
1: um, 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 Stayed um, them up um,
0: real good. Uh huh. And that that holiday, of course, is Candle Nights. Candle Nights. It's Candle Nights. <gasps> it's Candle Nights. It's Candle Nights. It's
1: Candle Nights.
0: Um, happy Candle Nights, baby. Happy
1: Candle Nights, baby. So, where I'm did gonna, Candle Nights come from? Well, I'm going to close this Best Buy ad and <laughs> then <I can laughs> tell you
0: that's the biggest freaking um, mood.
1: So, the boys first talked about Candle Nights on episode 36. Yes. Which was before they got onto Max Fun. So, yes. Candle Nights was actually like
0: OG, original, uncut, pure Peruvian Mabim Bam. <laughs>
1: Yes. We also need to make sure we talk about the How Candlelights is TMTM TMTMTMTMTM.
0: And we've been given we've special
1: permission. We've actually been given
0: permission. <laughs> we reached out to the boys themselves and asked um either them or their representation uh on their their business email and we we asked them if it was okay if we talked about and celebrated Candle Nights mm-hmm. on our show mm-hmm. and they gave us their blessings. Yeah. So happy genuine Candle Candlelights TMTMTMTM McElroy Brothers big giant head entertainment. Yeah.
1: Happy Candle Nights from us to you and to the boys. Okay, now to talk about Candle Nights. Yes. So, Candle Nights is a pan-religious, pan-sexual, personal, personal pan-winter pan holiday <laughs> celebrated by Mbim Bam. It has been described as being basically Christmas with dreidels and latkes and Kwanzaa songs.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, it's all of it. It's everything. Mm-hmm. It started as just winter holidays, mm-hmm. but, like... It became everything. All of it.
1: Well, the fun thing about candle nights is that it can start and end at any time.
0: Right. It's whenever the mood hits. Right.
1: So it's whenever you want it to be candle nights. And it means different things to every person. Some people, candle nights is about the birth of Jesus. And some people, candle nights is about being with your friends and family. And for some people, it's about getting really drunk and eating a lot of food. Yeah. Some people, it's about dressing up in costumes and eating candy. Yeah, exactly. And so your candle nights can be 365 days of the year. It can be a week. It can be a month. It can be eight days. It can be nine days it can yeah. be one day it can be two days whatever you want so i don't know about you but i choose to celebrate candlelight starting november 1st november 1st to january 1st
0: january 1st yes that is the candle night season
1: mm-hmm. for me um, anyway yeah absolutely. not for everybody i mean some people there are people that celebrate christmas in the summertime well our summertime that's true yeah so
0: well their summertime yeah in the southern hemisphere no, that's what i meant
1: yeah. yes you're right
0: um so absolutely and i I love Candle Nights because it's just a, it's a genuinely like all inclusive idea because like there's this whole, you know, conservative, uh, you know, right wing idea of like the war on Christmas.
1: <laughs> I love that you said it that way. What? Conservative. <laughs> well, it's they're not
0: real. They're made up. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> it's a lie. It is a lie. Um, but yeah, there's this whole idea of, you know, the war on Christmas. And every year we hear about Starbucks' cups and oh like my God. Uh, you know, whether or not there's a nativity in front of town hall and blah, 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 right. blah, and I can't say ha- Merry Christmas. It's like no one's telling you, you can't say. Anyway, I can go off, but this is a positivity podcast. It's,
1: you can talk about politics on your politics podcast. Yes.
0: Um, coming soon. But <laughs> that being said, Candle Nights subverts all of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Candle Nights is everything for everybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it can be shared and you can have people who celebrate it differently together having the same, calling it the same thing.
1: Can I tell a story about the Starbucks mug? Okay. It's a good story. Okay. So, you know how the one from last year, 2017, had uh, a couple holding hands on it? Yes. And they had no faces, it was just hands, so like they Mm -hmm. were genderless and so of course people assumed that it was a gay couple or or a lesbian couple and got super pissed about it Mm -hmm. and about the end of the year last year was like, when I first started talking to my Aunt Lindsay about, like, my sexuality and, like, started, like, trying to talk to her about how I was going to come out to my parents. And so she bought me the mug for Christmas.
0: <laughs>
1: she was like, I thought you would appreciate this. But here's the sad part. It broke. Oh, I, Before I ever got to use it, because I took it back to Oklahoma with me because I was still in Oklahoma at school for school at the time. And it broke on the way there. And so, like, I've been trying to find another one to buy another one but it's from last year so they like it's really hard to find them and if you do they're like 50 bucks so
0: traveling with mugs is very difficult also now I remember what I was gonna get you for candle nights anyway (laughs) uh, the spirit of candle nights uh, can strike the boys however at any time unlike the rest of us Mm -hmm. where we can choose when it happens the boys it just happens it strikes them and sometimes it ruins their effing TV show. I'm gonna to try to keep this one clean in the spirit jingle of candle bells, nights. Jingle
1: bells, jingle bells.
0: Yes. Um, and uh, there are many, many notable instances, but the most notable is, can you stop tickling my foot? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the most notable instance of Uh, Candle Nights every year is the live show that they put on in their hometown of Huntington, West Virginia. Yeah. This year it's actually taking place on my birthday, uh, December 22nd. Such
1: a shame we can't go.
0: I know, because somebody in my family who will remain nameless, (laughs) Matt, uh, is (laughs) having his wedding on my birthday, which is uh, super cool and Super cool,
1: Matt. Good job. Thanks,
0: Cousin Matt. I love you. You're a champion, and uh, you're you're an absolute legend and he's, he's a survivor and he's
1: radical but damn it, Matt. <laughs> we'll have to like plan to go in 2019 and have yeah. a good boys girls meet up at the Candle Knights live show.
0: <gasps> yes, if anybody is in the Huntington area or the West Virginia wherever if you're going to the live show, the Candle Knights live show next year, let us know if you want to meet us there. Yeah. Um, if
1: you're going this year, Please wish Haley a happy birthday somehow. Yes. That would be super radical.
0: Yeah. If um, if by some chance somebody gets who listens to this podcast gets up and asks a question at the Candle Knights live show, <gasps> if you can get them to give me a shout out, that would be really the best birthday that present would be
1: in the world. Amazing. And we will love you forever. Um, um so So uh Candle Knights. Um, yes. What? I'm throwing shade. Candle Knights has, uh, the boys have invented some Candle Knights mascots, some figures.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Why are you trying to tickle me with your feet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so the gift giving figure of Candle Knights is known as the Star King. Ooh. Yes. And the. This I don't actually know. Yeah. So, like, instead of Santa, it's the Star King. Right. Um, And then there's also Rockin' Randy, the safe-sex Santa. Nice. uh, And Terry, the non-denominational gift-delivery dragon.
0: So Travis made up the dragon, Justin made up the Star King, and Griffin made up the safe-sex Santa.
1: That's safe to assume, I think.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I I can't say for certain, but that's my guess. Yeah. If I was a betting girl, and I've been pretty accurate on most of these Griffin call-outs, but... That being said, they all sound the same. Um, they're
1: all very McElroy. Yeah. So no matter who made them up, they're all very McElroy.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Um. So about Candle Nights. We love Candle Nights.
0: We do. And, you know, there's not a lot to say specifically on Candle Nights. Like yeah. we could go through and talk about the live shows. But that's, you know, pretty much just covering Mabim Oh, God, excuse me. Covering Mabim Bam. Again. Again, which we have done... Thrice already at yeah, this point, pretty much between the sh- the CISO show uh, and the actual podcast and talking to Drew Davenport. So at this point, we actually wanted to take this time since we're recording this a little bit ahead of time, but mm-hmm. um, this is going to be coming out. In the the peak of the holiday season. Well, this is
1: going to be our last episode of the year, actually. Yes,
0: before uh, the New Year's.
1: Because um, um, Lunar Light Studios is going on a holiday break for two weeks. Yes. Through Christmas and New Year's, so.
0: Give our creators a little time off.
1: Yeah, and and we think it's important to spend time with family. Like it's important to put that first, uh, even though like your projects are fun. But for a lot of people in the network, it's their hobby, and for a lot of other people, it's their job. Right. And so we like want people to be able to have a vacation from their job and from their hobby for a couple weeks yeah if they want
0: it make it so that it always stays enjoyable that's our our number one priority is that yeah this stays fun um but uh in the spirit of candle nights mm-hmm. in the spirit of the holidays mm-hmm. um we wanted to talk about our year
1: yeah we want to just kind of break down our year and
0: collaborate team
1: yep it was a it was a good year. It was an interesting one. It had. It was a lot. It was a lot year. It was a lot for both of us.
0: Um, You know, there was some real low lows and some real high highs mm-hmm. um, for both of us. And so, you know, in the spirit of Collaborate Team, I kind of want to just look back on the year with you and talk about what we did yeah. to embody Collaborate Team.
1: Well, and, and, you know, I feel like we should feel safe to, like, talk about stuff that didn't go super great also. Yeah. You know? Because... This is our podcast. We can do what we want. Yeah. And plus that stuff is, it's, I like.
0: This is our podcast. We can do what we want.
1: <laughs> well, I just was like, I don't want to dwell on that stuff, but I think yeah. it's also important to like, think about it, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. Because, Keep it in perspective. Yeah, because.
0: To see how far we've come.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And also you don't want to, like, if you just spend your whole life thinking about all the good things like you'll never learn anything from it you know so like it's good to process the stuff that didn't go quite right and be like okay why didn't this go quite right and like not make the same mistakes again you know
0: Um, do you want to go one at a time or do you want to like I mean I think we should
1: just just talk like we normally do that's
0: fair (laughs) Um, yeah I mean the year started off um, in an interesting way this year I started the year off with um, the New Year special mm-hmm. from Snub Dub. That's the first memory of 2018 I have. Mm-hmm. Um Snub Dub is my comedy podcast that has been on hiatus for a while, which we will get into. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but that's been on hiatus for a while. But at the time that was my number one like creative outlet. Right. Uh, me and uh this guy Charlie, who I worked with and lived with and was friends with. Um we you know, co-hosted this show, some of you might have jumped over and listened to it. It is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very proud of it. It started off as just sort of a talk show to get to know the whole, like the people who, the cast members of the show that Charlie was running, mm-hmm. Real Time Fandub. Um, and over time, um, it turned into something a little bit more, it turned into this sort of heartfelt comedy improv show. Mm-hmm. And that started with the New Year special where it was just like a, it was a casting call of all of the characters and people. I got everybody who had been on Snubdub up until that point on and everyone played their biggest like character roles from the show and came back. And it was just a curtain call of all of these like absolutely hilarious characters. Um, and I poured my heart and soul. There's like it's practically animated on YouTube, like I absolutely poured my heart and soul into the little animatic, sort of vi- visual novel, moving pictures, um, on my on my YouTube channel, and I I'm so 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 proud of it. The sound design and the artwork, and I just I pulled people together, and it was really awesome. And it ends with this big uh, number where you know we had this running joke on the show where we would break into Old Lang Syne at, r- at random points. <laughs> And so I was like, "What better place to break an old lang syne than at the end of the New Year special?" Absolutely. And so we, I got everybody to record a different verse of old lang syne, and it slowly built up and up and up until everybody was singing the final chorus together. Mm-hmm. And it's really touching and like really cute, and everyone did a really good job, and it's just really sweet. Um, and I got Uncle Yo, uh, the comedian Uncle Yo, to record like a a, a cute message as one of his characters. And it was just this really cool thing. And it it set the tone. And I decided then and there, because it got a huge response, I decided then and there, I'm going to put more effort into this show. I'm going to make it bigger. I'm going to make it about something more than just goofs and each other. And it's not going to be ironic anymore. It's going to be genuine. And I had a huge shift towards making genuine comedy that wasn't relying on like tongue-in-cheek sort of like, isn't this a bunch of bullshit? Um, And... Yeah, and that was the start of my year. And I, I decided that what I wanted to do was make con- have a consistent upload schedule every other week, releasing a new episode of Snubdub every two weeks mm-hmm. for the whole year. And at the end of the year I was gonna pitch my show to, to max fun and be like, look at this back catalog I've accrued, look at the, you know, views I get and you know, blah, 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 blah. Will you take my show? Um, and, you know, I started working closely with other people. Mm-hmm. I started working a lot closer with Penny. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I made a musical. Yeah. Um, God. That I'm, happened this year. That happened two months into this year. That came out on Valentine's Day of 2018. That's wild. And it, it, it I put it together in a month and a half. Not even. Like a month. Um, i so proud of you. Yeah. Composed it. Cast it. Orchestrated it. Um, recorded it, mastered it, and animated it. (laughs) You're amazing. Um, I went damn near insane.
1: Yeah, I'm sure.
0: Um, But that was one of the best things I've ever created in my life. Prove me wrong. A transgender princess musical. And now there's a woman in Australia who wants to turn it into a stage show, which is Which is very cool. Just really cool. I have to get back in contact with her, actually. Yeah, Um,
1: I was just thinking about that the other day.
0: Yeah. Um, Anywho. So that was that, and I committed to that for a good long while um, and the plan was to get on Max Fun for a while mm-hmm. till I did like finally jump and pitch it and like they didn't respond at all mm-hmm. And then, you know at a certain point you say, you know the little the 17 year old punker punk rocker in me, at some point in at any juncture in my life when things get tough, throws up their hands and goes, Fine, I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my band in high school, we were like, "Who's gonna record us? Who's gonna record us?" Then we learned how to record music and master it ourselves because we were like, "No one's gonna record us. Let's just do it ourselves." Yeah, um,
1: that's metal. It's
0: punk rock, um, and we were. That's at the the end of the day, push comes to shove. When Haley gets put in a corner, she finds her way out because. No one's going to do it for me. Uh-huh. So that's been that's been a lot of this year. Um, that's an
1: important lesson to learn. I think it's, it's hard for a lot of people to find the balance between like, no one's going to do it for me, so I have to do it myself, and no one else is going to do it right, so I have to do it myself. Right. Which I struggle with the latter. Like, no one else can do it as good as I can, so I should do it.
0: I struggle with, you know... No one's going to do it for me, so let me do it myself and not let other people try to help me. Right. Like, I don't let people in because I assume they won't help.
1: Right. That they're just going to be dead weight or that they're going to do it wrong and then I have to go back and redo it. Yeah.
0: Which brings me to Collaborate Teen. Yeah. When they made the announcement that it was going to be Collaborate Teen, you know, we're stronger together. um, I made a conscious effort to be like, I'm going to work with my friends and other creators and I started working specifically with Penny a lot more. Yeah. Um and she was, you know, working on all kinds of stuff and she had this idea for, you know, real-time fan-up games. Right. Um and that was in March, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. End of March, beginning of April. And so like March I was 29th.
0: We had just worked together closely on Prove Me Wrong mm-hmm. and she was coming in for a lot of episodes of um you know, snub dub, and we were having a good old time. Mm-hmm. And she pulled me in, and I I think we started recording a couple of things for her. We were working on um, what's it called, uh, too cute to shoot at the time. Yeah, and then we started getting closer as friends, and then she asked me to come in and do a show uh, called Real Time Fan Dub Games, mm-hmm. where we were dubbing Sonic the Hedgehog, and she mentioned that her friend Blue was going to come in and um, be a part of that, and she was going to play Tales, and I was like, oh, some, you know, newcomer. I like new blood. That's cool. As an improviser, it keeps me on my toes. You came in, and you were tell, hilarious. Tell them what you
1: thought, though.
0: Oh, I thought you were a lot younger than you were. I yeah. thought you were, like, 17, because you were so, so shy and unsure of yourself when you when we were talking beforehand, mm-hmm. and I was legit nervous. I was like, is she going to be okay? Mm-hmm. Like... um. My first impression of you was that you were a 17-year-old trans boy <laughs> named, that's, named Blue. That's fair. Um,
1: Honestly, like, I, the whole thing about that, I was so nervous, because, like, Penny had, I had, like, kind of, I had heard, um, uh, she had told me about you and about Charlie, and, like, I'd heard about all of her friends and stuff, and... She just reached out to me and was like, hey, I'm working on this new project. Do you- she didn't even tell me what it was. She said, I'm working on a project Do you want. And I was like, yes, don't even finish the question. Yes, I- any project you're doing, I want to work on it with you. And um, then she told me what it was and it kind of hit me what I'd signed up for. And I was like, I haven't done improv in seven years, eight years. Like, I, I-, I- And I was like, you know, this is something that these people do like for all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like so nervous that I wasn't going to, be able to like match the standard right um just because i was out of practice you know and um i was like i think what made it worse was that i felt like i had to do impressions oh yeah um of well-known characters Mm -hmm. that i had no because i've never played a sonic game still haven't ever really played a sonic game um
0: yeah it was you know it's daunting to jump into that i was um i was intimidated too when i first joined the the group because it was just a bunch of people and they were like all working off each other and they were, re- you know, referencing memes I don't know because right. I'm 700 years old and <laughs> preserved by magic and salt. Right. Um, And uh, yeah, no, I mean, like it's, it, we're, and we were working together for like a year and a half by that point. Mm-hmm. So we really knew each other's ins and outs. But you held your own like crazy. <laughs> and then afterwards I was like, who is this chick? And so I started like. Just talking to you. I reached
1: out to you first.
0: You did reach out to me first. And I was very open to that. And we just started talking. We just didn't stop talking. Because
1: I had a huge crush on you.
0: I'm sure you did. I am the greatest.
1: You you were you were very, very charming and very funny. And I that's kind of the personality I tend to gravitate towards is Mm. people who tend to be like the biggest personality in the room. Because I'm not. Right. And so I like to feed off of that energy because, as you know, I'm an empath, mm-hmm. and so when I get around people that are like super, like exciting and and energetic and like funny, I you become iconic. Iconic. <laughs> I become. I feel like I become more my best self because I start to like take on those right personality. You traits. take on me. Yeah, and so it just take me on. Um <laughs> 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 um, um, and so I just like I just really wanted to be Around you at the, at the start You know I was like I was like she's cool And I, I think I reached out to Penny And I was like Hey what's Haley's podcast called?
0: Because
1: <laughs> you talked about it
0: Hell yeah! I did. In the in between, I rep that shit all the time. Yeah,
1: you talked about it, and I was like, "Hey, what's Haley's podcast called?" And give me an episode that you recommend. And of course, she recommended "Prove Me Wrong," right? Which I listened to and instantly fell in love with because I went, "Um, improv comedy musical, uh, and transgender princess improv comedy musical." Hell yeah, that's like entirely everything that that's I'm about. Your
0: brand, yeah,
1: that's everything that I'm about. And so, I reached out to you, and that's why I reached out because I, I. Asked yeah. her about it because I needed a talking point. Because yes. I didn't know how to just start a conversation with you and be like, yo. Peace. So I I said, hey, I've been listening to Snub Dub, It's really good. And you that's know?
0: exactly how you get into my good graces is you compliment my work. Oh, no, I know. <laughs> and so I, um yeah, so we just started talking and it was really yeah sweet. And then like. And literally
1: you know, within five days we were. Dating. In love with each other. yeah, yeah.
0: No, it was. Bananas. Absolutely bananas. We sandwich. officially
1: started dating, like officially, officially, she asked me out on the 9th of April.
0: But we consider it April April 4th, 4th
1: because we talked for literally 24 hours. Yes,
0: 24 hours that day.
1: Yeah, because we had been talking from midnight until like 3 a.m., and then we slept...
0: Woke up, started talking all day. All
1: day, through all my classes. Yeah,
0: all day, all day, through work. Uh, all, like, just kept going, going, going. And our
1: conversation went so many places. You, we talked about gay history and gay culture. We talked mm-hmm. about Ireland. We talked about instruments. We talked about music. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, like, that night, we didn't talk for a little bit because you went to pick Tom up. right. Because he had just come to live with you. Yes,
0: and then I had to come home. And and then you came
1: home, and we recorded Ink Tank together. Yes. Which should be out by now. Yes. By the time this episode drops.
0: (gasps) Little Mermaid. It's
1: super cute. We recorded Little Mermaid together, and it's... And
0: it's the day we fell in love.
1: Yeah. And And
0: so you can hear us falling in love in the recording. It's
1: really adorable, and I recommend you check it it out, because it's very, very cute. It's
0: the best. (laughs) It's literally, like, there's... It's it's like you captured a moment of two people who wound up being married for 50 years. Yeah. It's like you caught the moment of them meeting eyes for the first time and took a picture. Yeah. Like, that's what it, it is. is. It
1: is. We ca- we somehow managed to catalog and capture something that never gets captured. captured like that. Yeah. You know, so we got to capture our, like, our moment where we just wear head over heels for each other. Yeah.
0: It's really sweet and adorable and, like... It's a little cringy for me because like I'm flexing. Oh, I- yeah. In that episode. Like I'm I'm like full on full steam ahead comedy mode. Yeah. Like flexing. Well, it's
1: cringy for me too because I am completely Twitter padded. <laughs> and just like just trying really, really hard to make a good impression and like really, really wanting you to like me back.
0: Oh, I was doing the <laughs> exact same thing, but like we both
1: <laughs> we both
0: Twitter pat in different directions Mm -hmm. because for you, it's you kind of like get swoony and like complimentary Mm -hmm. and I get like very performative Mm -hmm. and like, look what I can do. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're really gay. Um,
1: (laughs) We make a perfect pair.
0: Perfect pair. Um, But anyway, so we were started working together and like it just became more people that were getting roped into this sort of network of creators and mm-hmm. it was just collaborate team collaborate team like we are going to collaborate team um like you know get as many people together as possible work you know promote each other's stuff you know featuring on other people's music and in other people's projects and let's plays and you know dubs and whatever, and it just became this huge thing. And so, in the midst of all of that, um, Charlie and I—you um, know—we were best friends, and uh, he was, uh, you know, living on his own in just the shitty apartment in um, South Orange, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I was living with my mom, and he was complaining about his living situation all the time, and I was complaining about my living situation all the time. And so I had the bright idea of being like, well, why don't we live together? Let's get an apartment. We'll be roommates. Yeah, because
1: he was over at your house a lot anyway. So we might as well have lived
0: together. Right. And if he wasn't over at my place, I was over at his. You know, we spent like nearly every day together. Um, So I was like, this will be great. And so we, you know, looked into places and, um, you know, there was a lot of emotions about, you know, who was going to cover what, whether or not we could afford it. And um, a lot of shaming.
1: <laughs> it was unfortunately doomed from the start.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of shaming towards me. Um, well, but
1: there was the whole thing with even just the lease. Yeah. Like that was the first sign that it was just yeah not going to go well.
0: Yeah, with the whole lease of like trying to get them to sign it and they just kept forgetting. And... I
1: remember you woke up. Like, I called you that morning and you were frantic. Yeah. You were so frantic because, like, if he didn't, hadn't filled the paperwork out that day, you were going to lose the house. Yeah. <sighs> it yeah.
0: was so much. Um, yeah. Like, it was just all over the place. Um, and Tom, our friend Tom, uh, who did the theme song for Tin Pan Diddly Do, mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't checked that out, you should. And it's he's really going to have
1: a podcast on the network soon. He is.
0: Actually, he probably will have the pilot out by now. Yeah. It's um,
1: super bootleg. Podcast seven, seven. about um, bootleg video games. Check that out.
0: It's adorable, I'm sure. Um, I haven't heard it yet, but I he's a very good boy. Uh-huh. Um, and he's very stoked to do it. He's all very happy. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, we wound up getting a house together. Uh, we called it the house that Snub built based on Snubdub uh-huh. um, because that was, you know, I first got introduced to Tom on my podcast and we all became friends kind of there. And so, you know, we started living together and things just went downhill really fast. And, um, you know, uh, chores weren't getting done. They weren't cleaning up after themselves. It was Mm -hmm. mostly Charlie. And if you addressed it, he would get mad and pitch a fit. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I'm not trying to drag him, you know, like, again, I'm not i mean i've mentioned his show and his name but i'm not mentioning his screen names and stuff because i don't want people to send him hate screen names (laughs) like uh usernames and stuff um that you were right you can call him that we still call him screen names okay (laughs) his aim screen name um (laughs) but uh you know i don't want people to send hate his way you know like he's living his life the way he wants to live it, I mean, we're we're, just not we're over it now. and I'm not. I'm very much not over it. I'm still very hurt. Um, well,
1: but I mean, like, you've moved to I've a different moved place. On. And I've literally
0: moved to another state. Yeah. I've moved uh, over a thousand miles You don't have away. to be
1: healed, but it doesn't mean you have to keep dwelling on yeah. what happened. I'm
0: trying to move past it. Yeah. But point is, things went super, super south, and I got really um down on... Collaborate teen, to be fair. Like, I was like, this was supposed to be the ultimate collaboration. Three creators who create together living in a house Mm -hmm. working together. Right. And it just turned into a living hell of abuse and, you know, emotional, mental, and almost physical abuse several times. Mm -hmm. And um, it just turned into a living hell for me. And uh, you kept telling me, you have to get out, you have to get out. And, you know, I finally listened and I started looking into how I could get out. And then things went super, super south.
1: Um, really and fast. I moved
0: to Atlanta. Went south. <laughs> uh, ha,
1: ha, ha. Um, uh, that was a very good joke. That was really good. It, I, I'm sorry that I'm stupid and didn't process <laughs> it.
0: Um, but, yeah, no, I, I left. But things went super duper south right at the end. I had to leave that house, leave all my stuff behind temporarily because I was afraid for my life. Uh-huh. Um, it got really, really dark really fast. Um, and, you know, I, all the while, had been working with you, had been working with Penny, and we had been working on um, this uh-huh. on the Good Boys Girls. On Tin Pan and on Lunar Light, Mm -hmm. um, which was, you know, I shifted gears away from being anchored to whatever Charlie wanted and started developing content for me Mm -hmm. and for my desires and my interests and creating something that was mine and not just a leech on the side of another creator. Right. Um, And, you know, I guess the universe rewarded me (laughs) with you know all of you wonderful listeners because you know starting a podcast is hard and the yeah. response we got right out the gate was one of the most heartening things i've ever experienced um and like collaborating really pulled through for me because mm-hmm. i put my faith in other people for too, too long and i had to collaborate with myself mm-hmm. I had to work with other people as myself, not for other people. Mm-hmm. And
1: that's super important.
0: Yeah. And I was working for other people for a really long time and I finally decided to work with other people. And life just turned around for me. Yeah. And, you know, now I have really like genuine friends that like I care about and care about me. And we work together and, you know, we have this wonderful network that's growing and mm-hmm. really cool people in there. And it's like a whole other Discord server, Yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's a whole other group of people, and it's a whole other world of, of opportunities. Yeah. And, you know, we built this network together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't just you and me. It was also Ross, and it was also, you know, Tom, and it was all of these wonderful shows we pulled on. Yeah.
1: Like folks from What You Call It and my friends from college. And- yeah. Yeah. You know, Alex and Addison and Laura and, and Nick now Crypto Keeper. Yeah.
0: Which is like <laughs> um I
1: still can't believe they said yes.
0: I'm so, so flattered yeah. and honored and like this is such an amazing opportunity. And I'm so so grateful. They're wonderful. For,
1: like yeah. they really are just wonderful, wonderful people.
0: And I'm so so grateful for all of this. And I'm grateful for you. And I'm grateful for where my life has taken me and the place I live now in this new city and this new start and Mm -hmm. this new opportunity. And I get to go back to college and finish my degree.
1: And study what you want to study. And study
0: what I want to study and actually study it. Yeah. You know, I now have, you know, three years clean and sober. You know, my life has really turned around for me. And this year was a lot. Yeah. But this year was the year that I Stop being a kid, yeah, and became who I'm supposed to be. This is the year I became a grown up, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm not just some kid anymore.
1: Maybe. Oh, you're so sweet. You know, the other thing that I've said to you multiple times is like, you are so lucky in the situation you have right now because you get something that almost nobody ever gets and everybody wants is, and that's an opportunity to have a fully clean slate. Yeah. You know, you're living in a brand new city and a place where you know, literally no one, one person and two family members. Um, and right. so you don't have to be what other people in your life expect you to be. Mm hmm. Or you don't have to fit yourself into someone else's expectation of who you should be and how you should act. You can be who you want to be. And you can reshape yourself to be the best you you can be and that you want to be, which is awesome. I'm so happy for you. I love you. I love you, baby. We're so lucky. (sighs) You got all all teary-eyed. I probably will, too. You know me. I cry all the time about everything. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, No,
0: never apologize for how you feel.
1: Um, do you want to take a break and do some ad roll before we, yeah,
0: why don't we just take a little break
1: (laughs) before I go into my year? Um, Um, Okay. Well, oh. Speaking of, why don't you tell me about Cryptid Keeper? Or I can talk about Cryptid Keeper.
0: Sure. Why don't you tell me about Cryptid Keeper? <laughs> okay.
1: Um, so, Cryptid Keeper is a new podcast on our network hosted by Alex and Addison. And they basically, every episode, it comes out every single Sunday. And they talk about cryptids on their podcast, like the Jersey Devil and Mothman and Santa Claus and fairies and mermaids and unicorns and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. They've been going for about... Big Feats! Big Feats! They've been going for about a year and a half now. Yeah. um, Which is really awesome. And uh, so there's a whole lot of backlog, a whole lot of content. They are two super spectacular people. We are so, so happy to have them. Mm -hmm. So please, please go check them out. Um, They are just super great, and we're super grateful.
0: (laughs) It's remarkable that we have them on our show. Um, And uh, who else should we talk about?
1: Why don't you tell us about um, what you call it? What
0: you call it? Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Nerdiness. Mm-hmm. I I adore what you call it. Oh, um, me too. It's two absolute geekuses, Dorcas McGorkuses <laughs> from uh, the Midwest, and they are adorable together Mm -hmm. you know those podcasts you listen to just because you love the people on them and how they're you love their friendship yeah and you want that you want to be a part of their friendship yeah when I listen to their show I'm like I'm I want to be their friends and I am their friend (gasps) and it's so cool (laughs) I feel like a cool person with sunglasses well
1: on top of that it is a low-key Winona Earp fan podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) and also um Both of them have been doing a ton of work on our website. Yes. Like, Um, I owe them my left arm at this point. Absolute legends. Yeah. I'm so grateful Um,
0: for them. They're absolute legends, and we couldn't be doing this without them.
1: Yes. Thank you to Reed and Britt, who will definitely listen to this episode. Yes,
0: for sure. (laughs) Um, They're the best. We love you guys. Um, We need to come up with a name for our ad break time.
1: It, uh, yeah, we do. It's the. I mean, it's not. It can't be the money zone. No, that's TMTMTMTM. TM, TM, TM.
0: Um. Hmm.
1: It's a. It's the. Coffee break. It's the. Well, I mean, there's that
0: radio theming of you know the intro. Yeah. Um. So we could just say a quick commercial break. Yeah. Or like you know now for a word from our sponsors or. Um, the Good Boys Girls is brought to you in part by <laughs> the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Um, it's not.
1: It's not. Hashtag you
0: not wish. spawned by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Um, hashtag
1: not my NPR.
0: Hashtag not my NPR. <laughs> um, hashtag cannot FCC. Um, uh, but yeah, so... Um, what do we... We'll figure it out. What was your year like? We, my year. We, we touched briefly on it, but I know I'm a big feature. <laughs>
1: Bigger than you realize. Um, so hey. <laughs> No. <laughs> That's not what I mean. I'm sorry, baby. Okay. You know I love you. Mwah. Thank you, sweetie. Um. So, honestly, my life has been through so many different chapters this year that, like, I it's hard for me to remember what happened in January because like my life now is
0: worlds different. Yeah.
1: It is like universes away from where I was in January. So um, in January I was starting my fourth semester of college. Um, It was the the second half of my sophomore year and I was still going to school at Oklahoma City University uh, studying musical theater and opera performance as a double major because I hate myself um, and, uh, or used to, <laughs> listen, that's a really, really hard degree. And like my, even my advisor, she was like, seriously, I convinced that anybody that finishes this degree in four years is a masochist. I was like, cool, good. Um, I was living with my three best friends at the time, which was really nice. And I miss them a lot. Um, shout outs, shout outs. They're on the network too.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Love. Oh, it's so good. Love. Love. We stand. <laughs> um. Uh so yeah, I was I was living in Oklahoma. I was going to school. I was um abysmally depressed. Not like I'm not now, but mm. um it was it was bad. I like never left my room. I didn't go anywhere ever. Um and uh yeah it was not great um and then i not a lot happened until march when i met you and we did real-time fandom games and honestly when penny brought me into rtf like that was kind of when my life started to turn around as far as collaborate teen goes because you know the first couple months i was like i really want collaborate teen to be something because like this is a year where i can like make a bunch of new friends and, like, make a bunch of content and do a bunch of stuff. And um, my Lunar Light actually has existed since 2016. Or, no, since two thousand the first... since January of 2017 because I started it um, with my roommate, Hannah. And um, we started it because uh, we both enjoyed Buffy and we started our WatcherCast Buffy podcast. And um, for some reason, I, like assumed that starting a podcast means you also have to start a network which is not what that means no but
0: as it turns out as it turns out as it would happen that's
1: not how that works no um but what I, was that you're saying about being a masochist again yeah um so i started a network and didn't do anything with it mm-hmm. um for a long long time and then I met Penny, and we became friends. Oh, that was really what I did at the beginning of the year. I buckled down, and I was like, it's Collaborate 18. I'm really going to focus on Ink Tank right? and get it off the ground. And so I started like recording a bunch of Ink Tank episodes with folks in the spirit of the year. And so that was when Penny and I first became friends. And so then we talked a lot, and she invited me to do RTF Games, which, of course, is where I met you. And then we started dating, and you invited me to come do Snubdub. Um, and Charlie invited me to be on RTF, and I kind of like made a whole new group of friends. Yes. That I'm still extremely grateful for. Um, and uh, so then you were getting, you were trying to submit Snubdub to um, Max Fun. And I said, listen, if you're not able to get in touch with Max Fun by the end of the year, I want you to consider adding Snubdub to Lunar Light Studio. And being a part of my network, and it can kind of be our thing. We can do it together um, because I need help. Right. <laughs> um, I don't want to do this by myself anymore because right now it's just me and it's really, really, really frustrating and hard. Um, and so I don't really even know when and how it happened, but you were just like, okay, Snub Dub's coming to Lunar Light and we're going to start a bunch of podcasts together. And I was like, okay, good. Um, so we gradually started one podcast after the next. Mm-hmm. Still more in the making. Oh, endless. Endless. Podcast addiction. Um, something you didn't mention is that you quit your day job. I did quit my day job. And that this is your day job now.
0: This is my job now.
1: So that like, that happened. I did quit my day
0: job. It was a really, really ballsy move yeah. for a trans girl. It's a testicles joke.
1: <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. But also you... like.
0: Hated it so. I oh yeah, no. I wanted to die. I don't blame you. It so, was the worst. It was. I was working at a country club. Yeah. Um, and it's just white people all the time, everywhere. All old the the time rich everywhere. white people, and I'm white people. I'm yeah. rich white people. Yeah. But I'm not old yet. <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. Oh no.
1: <laughs> Um but so yes so I finished up a school year in March before I met you actually in March over spring break I went to my parents and I said listen school is awful it's terrible I want to die please I something needs to change or it's not going to end well for anybody um and so they agreed to let me switch my degree which also meant switching my school So, I decided to change majors to choral music education because that's kind of more my thing. Um, And so, I switched schools to Florida State, which is where I'm going now. Um, And so, then I met you, and throughout all of this, I'm like struggling with my sexuality a lot because I was like, You don't say. Yeah. Because I was like out of the closet at school, but not at home. And so, like, I was two different people depending on who I was around and it was becoming really really hard for me because I am not good at hiding things I wear my heart on my sleeve and when I'm feeling a certain way you will know that I'm feeling that way I'm not good at lying I'm not good at hiding like my my emotions and my feelings and so you know my parents were like completely aware they were like you know who are you like why are you acting like this why do you isolate yourself from us like come spend time with the family and all this stuff and like It was mostly just because I didn't I was worried that I wasn't safe to like tell them my truth and live in my truth. And I didn't want to accidentally say something that was going to put me at risk, Mm -hmm. which of course was stupid because they love me. But um, (laughs) so then I came to meet you in June and we went to New York Pride together and I was like, it's time, you know, like
0: New York Pride, otherwise known as lesbian fuel.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was just like, I just was for the first time surrounded by like, who I, I, I can only describe as my people,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, like I f- for the first time felt like I belonged somewhere and I had like a culture and a history that I can claim and be a part of. Um, And so because of that, I like was super, super proud of my heritage and like,
0: at gay pride, go figure.
1: I know, but like, (laughs) I had pride for Mm -hmm. my, for, you know, for myself. That was really what it was, is I found pride in who I am Mm. and like, I was proud of being gay. Like, that was something that Mm. I was, you know. Share that. Yeah. And so, (laughs) you're too much. I, um, so I, I needed to tell my mom it was time and plus I had, Told my Aunt Lindsay already and my Aunt Lindsay dropped some hints and my mom was pissed that I didn't tell her first. But... Hey,
0: you know... What, what can you, you do? Hey, what you gonna do? What you
1: gonna do? Um. So, I... Yeah. Mom was cool about it. My siblings were cool. My fucking brother was a... Such a straight boy about it. What did he say? Okay. There were there were several distinct things that he said. Um, Because I gave them... I sat them down. I had actually told my sister before anybody else um because she's a champ she's so so cool about it my sister was so cute she was like you know it's a little weird because I don't know anybody else that's gay which is not true I guarantee you she knows other people that are gay they're just not out yet there
0: oh for sure she works in theater
1: well she's an art student at a magnet art school woof (laughs) so um she was like it's kind of weird because I don't know anybody else that's gay but I love you, and I support you, and it's going to just take me some time to get used to it, but that's just because of society, and society's made it seem like a bad thing, but it's not a bad thing, and so I still love you, and you're really wonderful, and, like, thank you for trusting me and all this stuff. It was very cute, and I cried Um, in the car (laughs) with her while I was driving, Um, and uh, we... Uh so when I sat my siblings down to talk to them about it my sister like already knew what I was going to say which was nice mm-hmm. because she 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 actually scolded my brother. So I was explaining to them I was like listen, I'm a lesbian, I'm dating this girl, you know, we really love each other and I think it's super important that you guys know this about me because like it's going to affect a lot of things in my life and like I'm going to have a wife and we're going to have kids together and that's just kind of how it's going to be. And so you just have to prepare yourselves for that because, you know, I know, like, mom and dad, you guys were assuming I was going to marry a boy and have a husband, and, like, that's not my reality, so I'm trying to, like, prepare you guys for this kind of stuff, and I need your support because you're my siblings, and I love you, and um Kate was super cool, and then David was like, <laughs> so who's the boy in the relationship? I was like... Seriously, out the gate, that's the first question you're going to ask me? like.
0: I mean, it's a valid question, because like, you present more masculine than me, but I have a Y chromosome, so like, who's got the leg up now,
1: huh? There's <laughs> no boy. We're both girls. There's no boy in the relationship. Well, sometimes I'm a girl, but anyway, we're, that's another conversation. Um, so we, uh, I talked to them about it. The other thing my brother was like, how are you going to have kids?
0: Through magical witchcraft.
1: <laughs> That's basically what I said. And by that I mean a turkey baster. Yeah, I yeah. I I was open and honest with them because I felt like that was important. I Can was I like call
0: you my little turkey. <sighs> no, I don't like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um Wow. Um so uh yeah, all of that happened. And then I started at a new school, and it's been a lot better. Um, it's still been rough, though, because I have, I have like, severely untreated depression um, that I'm trying to deal with. And so that's been hard. But Haley has helped a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. It's been, ugh, I don't even want to get into that it's too much i can't think about it right now
0: uh-huh.
1: um but as far as like collaborate Teen goes what i've taken away from the year is learning how to give up control and like trying to learn how to because i feel like a lot of where my stress comes from is from feeling like i am out of control of the situation you know my home life with my family my life in my apartment you know my Um, education, you know, just feeling like I'm losing control and like things are spinning in wild directions. Um, And so I think just like trying to categorize what I can control and what's in my power and what's not and just kind of letting the universe take care of everything that I have no say over um, and being okay with that, you know. Uh, And that's hard for me because I'm a very type A person. who likes uh, being in charge. Um, but uh, I think the other thing is uh, I got to work with a lot of really wonderful people this year. Not just you and everybody on our network, but like uh, by the time this episode drops, I'll have put out an album.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. That you
1: helped me with and Penny helped me with and Brian helped me with. Blue
0: Sky, Blue Sea. Yeah,
1: and uh, a very good friend of mine did the cover art for me. And like it just is that I feel like to me was kind of the culmination of like collaborate team that specifically, that album has been kind of in the works for a really long time. And so, you know, piece, as I've been piecing that together, I've realized how many hands have touched it. And like, that makes me feel super good because that's the hardest thing about producing music is like having to do it all by yourself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and I can do all that stuff, but I don't want to. And it sounds better when other people help me. Cause like, I don't know how to play guitar. I don't know how to play bass, you know, I'm still learning how to mix. Um and so like
0: you impressed my brother and he's a production snob. Hell yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> the bass is a little loud. But I, I love it. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so I don't know. I feel like that's been my year, you know? It's been yeah, it's been one week. Honestly, it's it's been a lot more Bad than good, if I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Um, But the thing is, the good has been so good.
0: The good has outshined the bad. It's quality over quantity.
1: Right. Like, there has been a lot more bad than good, but the good has been so good that, like, it's easy to not think about.
0: Yeah, and I don't want to bring in all of the shit from the real world that we're all very aware of and dealing with.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, like, like, a whole nother layer on yeah, top of all the other, like, life stress, yeah, you know? Yeah,
0: that's just, that's the shit inside of the shit bread sandwich. Right. Um, it's, you know, it's been a really tough year f- for me. I mean, like, I lost my best friend. He betrayed me, and my trust has been shattered, and I already have trust issues, Yeah. and, you know, but, like, I, you know, have gotten much more in touch with my recovery in, you know, uh, my 12-step program, and, like, I've gotten so much more in touch with myself and who I am in my future. I've gotten so much more invested in education, and... Opening myself up to other people and like I've it's been a really hard year, Mm -hmm. but it's been the fire in which my metal has been tempered.
1: For sure. And I think sometimes with things you have to you have to let certain things go before you can blossom, Mm. you know, for sure. And I think that's been kind of the moral for both of us. Yeah. You know, I, I had to let a lot of stuff go. Yeah. You know, I had to move schools <laughs> and let go of the only three friends I have in the world.
0: <laughs> and start over. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. I mean, like I'm here now. I'm living alone in an apartment by myself in a city I've never lived in before. Yeah. I don't know my way around. I barely know the streets. I'm not used to the drivers. I, I don't Hell, I don't even know most of the fast food places. Mm-hmm. And... I'm starting fresh and it's, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm scared to go outside, yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna walk into the local coffee shop with my fucking head up high and my sunglasses on looking like Freddie Mercury, like I own the goddamn place because that's the kind of person I want to be. Yeah. Um,
1: I think that's another message to take away. We just watched Bohemian Rhapsody last night, yeah. And I think that's something else we both are kind of learning from this year is that like, you get to define who you are. And if you're not who you want to be, you have to decide who you want to be and just be that unapolog- unapologetically.
0: In fact, I want to throw my hat in the ring for next year. Yeah. Um, I know the boys are going to come up with something different. And I will honor it so long as it's not a bummer one.
1: <laughs> it won't be a bummer one. They like, never do.
0: Well, 20 Serpentine, you know, keep them guessing. And That's not a bummer. Well, and then there's 20 Griff teen.
1: That was kind of a bummer. But, like, 20 Serpentine was about doing the unexpected. Yeah,
0: But my my suggestion, and I want an absolute Twitter barrage, um, to get this to be the official McElroy Brothers year name. Uh-huh. 20 Shine Teen. Be brilliant.
1: That's really good, baby. Aw, baby, that's really good. I love you. I love you. So. 20
0: shine Here's to a beautiful 20 shine teen.
1: Yeah.
0: And I hope that you've enjoyed the content we've made this year. And we're going to bring it next year. Absolutely. Our goal for 20 shine is the McElroy Brothers will be on the Good Boys Girls. By April. Hopefully by April. I mean, We're that's, shooting for April. That's the goal.
1: Listen, I think we can make it happen.
0: I think we can make it happen, too. Um, but, you know, short-term goal, we need to get that Griffin.
1: Bumper, yeah. Or Clint.
0: Or Clint. Both. Both. All. All. So, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Yeah. Um, you know, if you like what you hear, uh, check out LunarLightStudio.com. We have a bunch of shows. Um, they're all... So good and done by such fantastic, you know, women and queer people and people of color. And we have just like all of these voices that podcasting has shunned for years. Mm -hmm. And they're here making stuff for you um, about what they like and what they love and what they want to say. And it's beautiful. Well, and we're adding new stuff
1: all the time.
0: All the time. We're still accepting submissions.
1: Absolutely. Through the end of
0: this year. Yes. Um,
1: Winterlightstudio at gmail.com or message me on Twitter. Like. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. We are totally, yeah, totally at, totally at yeah. Blue
0: Space Queen for you, and mm-hmm. at hey stews for me. H A Y S T E W S,
1: or at Lunar Light HQ.
0: Yes, or at any of our shows. Um, all of the shows have Twitter handles. We got you know at what call it, right? Um, mm-hmm. and at Good.
1: Bo- uh, I think it's at what call it Pod.
0: Pod, and then um, um,
1: at Good Boys Girls TM.
0: Yes, at Tin Pan diddly Do. We got all of them at Ink Tank. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Ink- at Ink Tank Cast.
0: Yes. Um, you know. And they're all linked underneath uh, the yeah, Literalite they're, HQ They're all on Twitter. our website yeah. also. So,
1: so if you go to our website, you can find any Twitter.
0: Any Twitter you need um, and links to all of the places. We're in all of the podcast places, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Google Play, iTunes, um, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there.
1: And if you need it, our RSS feed is on our Twitter.
0: Yes. Um, so, you know come on down to the candy store. Buy yourself a good old-fashioned candy. (laughs) The kind that gets stuck in your teeth. (laughs) Um, Or maybe not. Or maybe not.
1: Also, we want to thank you guys for sticking with us. If you stuck around this long, we know this episode was kind of masturbatory, but... I mean, it's not. I mean, like, first of all,
0: masturbation is important. And second (laughs) of all, like, you know, it's... I think the shame around celebrating ourselves you know, in this culture has, is rampant. And I mean, like it seems like the only people who do it are assholes because the only people who do do it are assholes, but that's, Not to say that doing it makes you an
1: asshole. Right.
0: It's just that the only people who do it are assholes. So if good people celebrate good things that they do, things that they're proud about. Yeah. Things that they think that they've done that have made the world a better place or at least made their world a little bit better. Yeah. Then, like, we should be proud of that. We shouldn't shame ourselves for our successes. Well,
1: and I think a look back like this is important for both of us, especially because just of where we've been this year. It's been a lot.
0: I honestly needed to kind of break it down and and process it it. to
1: scale yeah you know i mean this
0: only happened this year
1: yeah i'm still can you believe the whole uh tide pod debacle was just january jesus yeah
0: yeah years are long but they they're filled with so much stuff and they go so quick but like here's the thing thank you so much for listening yeah you all are the reason we're doing this you all are the reason that we keep coming back and um we wanted to read some reviews yes. um, that have come out. Well, um,
1: do you want to do this now, or do you want to? Let's do this now. Um, sure.
0: Well, we're recording this ahead of time.
1: We are like really far in advance, but we're gonna do this. But ahead we're gonna of time.
0: Re- we're gonna do this ahead of time. So you know, if you left a review that did not get read. In the previous weeks, um, it's because we're reading it now mm-hmm. um, and we're recording those in the future. Ooh.
1: Ooh, time travel.
0: Spooky. I
1: guess this is probably a good bummer thing to talk about after this bummer of an episode, huh?
0: Oh, sure, yeah.
1: You wanna go over that?
0: <laughs> yeah, let me read it in my. Wait,
1: wait, wait, okay, hold on. I'm gonna thank people first. Yes, let's thank. Uh, did I thank Nicholas Whitaker last week?
0: I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think so.
1: We definitely thanked CC Pop. We did. Thanks, CC Okay, so thank you to Nicholas Whitaker, which I think Nick is on our network. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Nick. Um, thanks to Owl, which is my friend Parker. Thank you, Parker. I love you. He has, has an episode of Ink Tank that you can check out. We talk about Guardians of Gahul, the Owls episode.
0: Oh, I edited that one.
1: You did. I love you. Um, and then Violet dot 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 V.
0: Ooh, spooky.
1: Spooky. Now, there's also one other. <sighs> <sighs> From our good friend, Dev Peck. Good. Um, Can I read it? You sure can. Now, I want to preface this. Dev left us a three-star review, which is not a bad thing. You are totally allowed to leave us bad reviews with constructive criticism. We want to hear it because we want to be better, and we want to be the best that we can be. Now, (laughs) as long as...
0: (laughs) You're not a homophobe. You're not
1: homophobic when you leave us criticism.
0: Oh, I lost it. I'm I'm 500 years old I don't know how to work these confounded Twitter machines. It's okay. Um, okay. So, uh this is called good concept, poor execution.
1: A slam poem.
0: A slam poem. Uh got to be honest here. Can you give me some like Yeah. Got to be honest here. The first episode was just okay in my opinion. There were times where they talked about the history of Bam and whatnot, those parts were enjoyable, but sometimes it really just felt like two fans gushing over how much they love them, passing references and inside jokes back and forth. Not only that, but they are constantly being mushy with each other. I have nothing but support for the LGBT community, and I think it's wonderful that they love each other so much, but it got a bit too PDA for me. My wife agreed with me. It's just got a bit annoying. I'm glad you guys are in love, but you don't have to keep mentioning it every couple of minutes.
1: There's a good idea
0: here. There's nothing wrong with a fan cast like Talking Dead or something, but this just wasn't what I was looking for. If I could give any advice, I would say try to be a bit more structured. Keep the topics clear and well-researched. Bring as much to the table as you can. I think this show has a shot at being good, but it's a long way to go.
1: Thank you, Dev, so much for your critical review of our podcast. Now, advice. If you're going to leave a criticism on a podcast, don't only listen to the first episode. Yeah. Because yeah, our first episode wasn't structured because that was the point. Yes, like it was supposed it was to be an overview over of everything. Yes. and you know we the point was we are making other people excited about the stuff that we're excited about. Yes, but like if you listen to Taz or Mabimbam or Mabimbam Ciso, like the ones that we did actual goddamn research for a lot of like a lot of research. I have a whole five page Google Doc. Like yes,
0: it's intense. It's
1: intense, and um, so like that to me was super frustrating. That he said that because... But the biggest issue here is is the
0: middle paragraph. The middle section. The first paragraph and the last paragraph are valid criticisms, but this middle part of like, I'm nothing but... I'm not a racist, but...
1: White, I'm not. White, I'm not a racist, but I don't think white people and black people should have children together. Yeah, like
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold yeah. On. Like I have nothing but support for the LGBT community, and I think it's wonderful that they love each other so much. But keep it behind closed doors. I don't
1: need my children listening Get to this. Back in the my closet. wife agrees with me. Oh,
0: that's my favorite part because all wives are gay. I guess. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Alright I don't want to drag this guy Or give him more credit than he he needs We're not going to drag every Review that's bad Like that's not what we're trying to do here It's just like if you're going to leave a review Like talk about our podcast And not our relationship Yeah, Like keep it in your pants bud
1: Well that's the other thing is like When you sign up for this podcast You sign up for the gay couple that hosts This podcast Yeah, And like Personally, in my opinion, I don't think we're any gushier than Rachel and Griffin are on Wonderful. No. Which is adorable and mushy. And I guarantee you he doesn't complain about that at all. No, because they're they're straight. straight. And I
0: mean, like, listen, we're trying to be sex positive. We're trying to be romance positive. We're trying to be gushy positive. Absolutely. We're gonna take back love from the romance era where it was bad.
1: Yes. (laughs) I mean, I think, like, (laughs) I, I, I don't know. I just feel like We don't put enough value in like soft, good, good, sweet romance anymore. Yeah, like, like
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of visual gags there that I don't want to share. Don't share. But like, there was a like you know, there's too much like just gross straight.
1: Well, and games and just like you know, just like Like, just
0: love each other.
1: Yeah, and like, there's nothing wrong with just like showing that either. Like, ugh, ugh, ugh
0: anyway ah! anyway
1: anyway thank you guys wait we love did uh, you.
0: did we read nick whitaker and
1: yeah i mean we don't have to read their reviews but you yeah. know they just like yeah said that we were bright shining lights in a dark landscape of terrible things
0: cool <laughs> very poetic thanks nick whitaker <laughs> thanks, nick. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah thank you all so much for listening and as always Take a hand. Come on, baby. Okay, sorry. You looked at me like a deer in the fucking headlights. You were like, what's (laughs) happening? Are we recording? What are these microphones doing here? Why is the computer red? I wasn't paying attention (laughs) in my defense. It's okay. I love you. I
1: love you, boy.
0: And as always, as we say here.
1: Take a hammer and fix the podcast.